right, welcome everyone to Honest Tea with Shaq HP. My name is Benjamin Ferguson, and I'm joined by Tiffany Martinez Durant. Hello. We're doing a little bit of an interesting podcast on what we would tell our younger selves. I am almost 40, and I've been in Albuquerque most of my life, especially my adult life. Tiffany, how long have you been in Albuquerque? Um, let's see. I moved to Albuquerque 15 years ago. I came here for college. I'm from Las Vegas, New Mexico, and I just turned 34. So we bring a tremendous amount of experience. Uh, if you talk to anyone older, they would say they would have more experience, which it would be true. <laughs> um, but we really wanted to bring a podcast that kind of hopefully gives a little bit of insight about when you are done with college and you're moving on and you move, mm-hmm. move through life. Uh, and hopefully we're talking to a number of other uh, adult type uh, or adult aged uh, students that may have also been shared a lot of the same experiences that we had when we went to UNM and when we went into our professional career. So we're just going to hopefully uh, provide some context as well. We grew up in a much different uh, state of our country. Of the world. <laughs> yeah, of the world. And so we are just trying to hopefully add some perspective and, and hopefully you you gain some insight into what it's like to be an adult in this day and age. And it's kind of, if you think about it too, Ben, it's like the tips that you would tell, like what would you tell your younger self, right? Mm-hmm. If I can go back to be 18 to 24, what would I tell my younger self? What would you tell your younger self? I, oh, What's the, the first thing you would tell your younger self? Oh, wow. The first thing I would say would be, expect the unexpected it's hard and it's a cliche i i understand that but as you start to share your life with someone as you maybe uh, grow grow a family it's you just never have an idea you think you have an idea of what's going to happen and how it's going to play out but it never ends up going in that direction that's not a it's not a bad thing i i don't think uh, I think yeah. it's a great way to learn. Can, it's a test of character. It's a test of uh, your your um, resilience. It's a te- it's a bunch of different things. And I never thought that I would be in the job position that I was in that I'm in now. Never thought that ever. And I'm working in a in a position and in a field that I had very little experience in. And now I'm doing it and I really enjoy it. So just being open uh, to new experiences was mm-hmm. would be one thing uh, also because I, when you're in college, you're told pick it, pick something to study uh, and oh, yeah. go with that and then do your career in the field that you were spent all this money getting your degree in, right? Uh, and a lot of people have a lot of success doing it that way. I didn't go that route. I had to make a big career change because of COVID. So um, that would be one thing. That kind of plays, well, that kind of plays what I was going to say is stop obsessing over timelines. We have all these timelines in our head. I mean, yes, if you're going through midterms or finals right now, you have timelines. If you have a test you have to study for, but you know, this was kind of a big one. Like I was going to be married at 25. I was going to have kids by this day, but you know, I was going to graduate with my master's, my PhD. If I, if I had it my way when I was 18 years old, I'd be 
eight years into my uh, being a medical doctor, I'd have three kids by now, I'd probably live in a mansion, you know, like, travel the world, but it just does not happen. And it's okay that it doesn't happen. So like when you said expect the unexpected, it reminded me of um, things that are outside of your control, like only worry about things you can control. Honestly, I know it's hard. And I've struggled this every single day. But looking back, like, I can't believe I cared about all these different timelines. And I kind of, you know, in a way, you kind of miss out on your life if you just keep thinking about what's what's coming tomorrow what's coming tomorrow like live for the the moment I guess you can say um you know we even put ourselves through so much pressure and I think it has to do a lot with the outside like society and just how our world works but um having the notion of like well you you want to save for the future but live for today I I don't know remember what that saying is called do you remember no but I know exactly what you're talking about yeah I don't know. There's so much like that we can just go on, but okay. So expect the unexpected. Stop obsessing over timelines. Be adventurous. Um, how about <laughs> stop caring about what other people think? That's huge. So we didn't. Yeah. I didn't grow up with social media. I didn't go to college. Me either. I had media. to have a unm.edu account to get a Facebook. That's that's right. Yeah, and the only network was other people that went to UNM or that mm-hmm. were in college. Um, and so my network was, you know, all of my friends and whatnot from high school. Um, so I didn't have to worry about it. And now with the amount of content that's out there and whatnot, it's easy to get caught up in those things. And so mm-hmm. you are, we have these societal norms that we battled when we were growing up. Now it's changing into social media norms. What are the social media norms? It's not societal. I guess it's more of a, it could be a reflection of societal norms, but there is social media norms, fashion. Exactly. Social media has changed everything. Like we all have the desire to be accepted and to be liked. But when you put a button to that and you put a number to that, I think that definitely changes like what's, what's more prevalent in the form of what like is. And I say like with air quotations, because what, what does it actually mean to like you, you know? Um, And I, I just wish I would have known like how unimportant others opinions of me were like, Mm -hmm. it's what I, what I think about myself. And, you know, if, if someone took the time to say something that was unkind to me back then, I would have probably been like taking it to heart. And now I'm like, you know, it doesn't matter letting it go and just, if you don't like me, that's fine. You know, yeah. I like myself. Yeah, and it doesn't need to be friends. It it comes it comes closer to home. It could be from your family. Mm-hmm. It, it, everyone has expectations of who we want, what we want it to be, and who you want to be, and whatnot. Uh, but what are your expectations for yourself? Where do you see yourself wanting to be? Uh, where you do you see yourself being happy? Uh, those are questions I wish I would have asked myself more. Um, you know, oh, what, that's a big one right there, Ben. Yeah. What makes you happy? What makes you happy? What What is something that you would enjoy doing and that hopefully you can make a little bit of money from and, and doing, uh, you know, a, a, making some sort of career out of it. And another thing would be mm-hmm. if you get in a career path that you didn't think that you that you got into and you're in it and you're realizing that you're not very happy or me 
make uh, your, your family members unhappy or, or that you're not having the time that you thought you'd be able to spend doing other things, don't be afraid to make a change. Those are, that's one thing is, is don't be afraid to, to challenge yourself in a different way mm -hmm. that maybe a little bit more stimulating, not only to your imagination, to your intelligence, to, you know, to your life in general. Um, I, I think that's another big thing as well. Um, Agree. Being being confident in yourself. You know, confidence is really hard. I struggle with confidence every single day, you know, but being not like saying be super confident where you're kind of like egotistical, but just be confident in the decisions that you're making for yourself. You know, um, find that finding that personal style and not just style as in clothing, but how you carry yourself, how you, um, you know, go about your day at work or at school, just being confident in that you are doing the best that you possibly can. Like, yes, times are going to suck. You are going to go through some trenches if you haven't already. But just remembering that today's problems are not tomorrow's problems. Not to say that you always have problems, but you kind of do. They just manifest and they're different, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but just being confident in you, in yourself and finding something, you know, that, that you that you love stop comparing yourself to others you know you deserve so much more than just being another number like there's only one you absolutely absolutely what would be one thing you would tell yourself back then about your like designing your your career goals as you came out of school and get, you know out of your bachelor's and out of your master's degree what would you tell yourself? Yeah. Dang, that's hard. I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like I went to school. Um, I found a passion, but, you know, public health does not make a lot of money. So I knew I wasn't going to be rich. But there's so many different ways you can go with these degrees nowadays. So if I was sitting, if I was sitting on the stage at graduation in 2012, when I graduated my bachelor's, I tell myself, just enjoy the ride. Because my ride was a freaking roller coaster <laughs> let's let's put it that way um but I took every bit of knowledge I possibly could um and I wish I wouldn't have thought I knew more than other people I remember my like 23 year old self being like oh I just got out of college I know this and I just wish I was humble enough to just be like shut up Tiffany you don't know everything you know and just soak in more and I feel like I mean, I'm 34 and I manage a health promotion department at a D1 university, which is, which is big for some, like, you know, for someone my age. But I just wonder, like, if I just was a sponge in so many more aspects of my life, like, I, I truly believe, you know, that I could, I don't know, not be different because it's not that I strive to be different, but I could have just been more, what is the word I'm thinking of, like, well-rounded mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah. I think humble is a good one. I think humble. Yeah, yeah, that's a good word. Yeah, I think just being able, you're going to come out, everyone's going to come out of school, and they're going to, your brain is going to be so chock full of the latest education, the latest research, and everything. And you're going to feel like you're on top of the world. And you are to a degree. Uh, but then the application part of it is the toughest part of it, right? Oh. Uh, it yeah. just can vary from career to career. Once what would you? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. One of the things that I would really, and I and I tell this to my daughter, and she's very young, 
is networking is so important mm -hmm. and and networking is like a it's like a word it's very um has a lot of weight to it when if you talk to certain people but the easiest way that i could tell a student to network is just be nice to everyone you exactly don't have, don't have to be a jerk uh you'll never know the impact words actions can have on somebody that you have no idea if you're going to run into them in the future or not so just be nice why don't you leave an indelible um uh, uh impression on them instead of just instead of like being cold or or you know mm -hmm. or, or ignoring them take the time maybe have a small conversation just get to know other people you may find out that you have a lot more in common than you originally thought just and just the best way to just uh, to do that just be nice um be encouraging you know be uplifting to other people that you may not even know i, I think that's a great way to network and 100 yeah it's super it's super simple and it's way more enjoyable when you put a smile someone a smile on someone's face than being a jerk about it you know about anything right. two um, words be kind have so much like I, positivity behind it yeah absolutely and like and you may not uh, you know you may not uh, agree with them on something especially if your partners in class and the way they go you know the work ethic and whatnot but you know, who knows? They may end up being really successful and you know, they, <laughs> they may be your boss one day. Yeah, they may reach up, reach back out to you and, and say, hey, I remember you were really nice to me or whatever. Um, but just be nice to people. That's the best way to network. I mean, yeah, you can go to all these networking events and whatnot. But what about what's in your own classroom? What's in your own uh, what's in it's with who's your advisor? Who are the other people that you interact with? Um, and just be nice to them. It's really not that difficult. Just network, even if you don't want to, just do it. What would you tell your younger self? Because I'm thinking like body image is always a huge item. And you're in the gym, Ben. You are exercise science major. You know, body image is something that you guys kind of eat, sleep, and breathe. What would you tell your younger self about body image that you would want your older self to know? Or maybe even like you said, what your daughter? Well, and it's one thing like, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to view it as, as a father and to a, uh, a young female. And um, the ways that I talked to her was not how I talked to myself back mm -hmm. uh, when I was going through college. And I put in a lot of work at the gym, probably to my own detriment physically uh, and emotionally and mentally. It was a way for me to cope with um, you know, relationship issues or school, like I, you know, if I didn't do well on a test, uh, something like that. So I used it as a way to, to as a coping mechanism. Uh, and so it wasn't really a, a body image portion for me, but I know there's a lot of people that are dealing with the body image uh, portion of it. Social media is a big driver from it. Mm -hmm. What you do, you can set up really good, healthy habits at a, at a younger age but being doing your due diligence on what works specifically for you. What works for this Instagram model may not work for you. Mm -hmm. What may work for this bodybuilder on YouTube may not work for you. So take the time to tinker. Time is relative, right? So it's yeah. it, especially with exercise and fitness, it's over time. It's a couple of months. It's not an hour or two. It's over weeks and months and years. 
but take the time to be able to figure out what works for you. A specific lift may hurt you. So stop doing it. Um, <laughs> if it, it hurts, don't do it. Yeah, if it uh, hurts, yeah. don't do it. Uh, you know, there might be other things in uh, that may not pertain to you. A certain diet, uh, whether it be, you know, um, you may be allergic to gluten. You may have a lactose intolerance. You may have all these things. And you're going to learn about those things as you get a little bit older, as your body matures. Stop trying to force yourself into a square peg round hole, right? So mm -hmm. uh, if you're the square peg and you can't figure out why it's not working for you, then, you know, you know, find something else that would work for you and be patient with the process. There's always a, a process with it and get to a place where you're happy and healthy. That's the most important thing. If that means you're a little bit heavier than where you were before, that's okay. As long as you're happy, right. that means you get to enjoy a little bit more food. And that's a way for you to cope is eating good food or drinking good beer or having a good drink. Um, that's okay. Uh, there are a lot of healthy ways to be able to go about managing your weight, managing your how, your physical appearance and whatnot. Uh, and, we, and there's a lot of great resources out there to help uh, students kind of manage that as well. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I was, you know, when you grow up, I think I'm not even thinking about like advice I tell my younger self. It was like my childhood self, my adolescent self. You know, when you grow up obese, that body image kind of does really struggle. And you do look to those Instagram models. Well, there was no Instagram models then, but you look to celebrities or you look to, you compare yourself to the person sitting next to you in class and you're like, I wish I was that. Um, but just being comfortable in your own skin. And like Ben said, finding you're happy is something I wish I would have found a long time ago because it would have put a lot of, um, a lot less pressure on what you're supposed to look like, how you're supposed to feel. You know, if you guys look at me now, I have more white hair than probably a 50 year old. And you know what? I lived to see a white hair. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What would be one thing that you would tell that you enjoy now that you didn't think you enjoyed when you were younger, that you were like, no way I would ever enjoy something like that. Oh man. Okay. This is, this is really, this is it's me being really vulnerable, but asking people for help. Mm -hmm. I absolutely do not like to ask people for help. If it's not done my way, it's just not done the right way, right? That's my, that was my mentality or kind of still is sometimes, but asking people for help, like you don't, I didn't know how crucial letting others help you was. Like my life is so much easier now because I help them they help me um you have so many more people coming with ideas so your idea becomes even better um you know I I can tell one of our student employees like this is what I'm thinking I just don't know how to go about it and they take my idea and they take it to a whole new level than I would have ever been able to do so or even just for instance like I'm the one to get up and oh you know let the dogs out feed the dogs make breakfast you know and just asking my husband like can you let the dog out and feed him that takes like 10 minutes away from my morning you know routine and then I'm able to just not be as stressed it's just asking for help is something I still don't like doing I've never liked doing but can make a world of difference what mm -hmm. about you uh being outside I was when I went to college it was always we played a ton of video games ps2 so for all you PS2. A PlayStation 2 was like the GM. Uh, I had an Xbox 360 when I was getting getting ready to be out of 
college. So <laughs> there, I dated myself even further. But <laughs> Nintendo sixty four. You're inside a lot, and you know everything was inside, and and um, I never thought I'd enjoy being outside as much. But the effects that it has on my mood now. And maybe it's more of a self-awareness thing more than anything else as I get a little bit older. But being outside really has an effect on on myself, my my mood, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just uh, it's very uh, uplifting uh, time for me to get some fresh, just get fresh air being out in the sun. And we're real lucky to be in New Mexico where we do get so much sun. Being outside, being able to take in a little bit of sun um, stimulates some vitamin D that starts going through your body a little bit more. Um, but yeah, but being outside was one thing I never thought I'd really enjoy, but I, I, I need to be outside at least a little bit during the day. It helps keep me up. Not only does it get me out of my chair and outside, <laughs> and, you know, walking, but it also is nice to be outside. So that's one thing, uh, I never thought that I'd imagine I'd enjoy. Sitting by a, a Creek in Northern New Mexico is probably one of my favorite ways to be outside. That's yeah, absolutely hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, absolutely. But- I guess there's there's one last thing that we didn't cover, Ben, that I think we need to cover. Um, we have a lot of our students who will come to Ben and I, you know, thinking that we have it all figured out. No one, and let me repeat this, no one has everything figured out. Our problems are just not the same as they were 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. You're still, have, it's just different, you know. You guys are figuring out how am I going to pass this class um, what am I going to do after graduation? Well, people our age are trying to figure out, like, do I like my job? How am I going to afford my mortgage? Um, can I get my kid at, to school and get to work on time? Can I even have kids? Like, there's so many more different things. So don't think that ev- everyone in this world or someone in this world has everything figured out because no one does. We're all just faking it till we're making it and mm-hmm. smiling along the way. So don't be so hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. And yeah, just be patient with yourself and it'll, everything will work out like it, it's supposed to. And that depends on what your goal setting is. And that's something I know that we do um, here in, in our department and we try and meet goals. Sometimes we do and sometimes we don't and that's yeah. okay. And we can learn from why we didn't and why we do. And so um, you know, you can apply those things to yourself, to your situation as well, whether it be, you know, writing it down formally on a piece of paper or on a, uh, or whiteboard or whatever, or if you want to just keep a mental note or whatnot, you can set goals for yourself, but if you mm-hmm. don't make it, that's okay. Find a different, you know, find another goal, find a different avenue to reach that goal that you uh, may have. Those are, that's definitely one thing. And Social norms are saying that you have a job, a family, and two dogs, and a house, and do those <laughs> things. No. That's 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 BS. That's whatever your life you makes you happy uh, and makes you the best person. Do that. Yes, do that. Yes, whatever makes you a nice person, do that. <laughs> I love that. It's. I don't know. Speaking of goal setting, though, you know, we do have some resources for you guys. And hopefully this wasn't preachy mom and dad talking to you. I'm not a mom. Ben is a dad, but he's a cool dad. Uh, (laughs) We just thought, you know, our our students come to us and ask us, like, well, what would you do here? Or if you were my age, what would you do? And we thought, you know, this is something that we can potentially 
lend our mistakes to to help you guys grow and learn a little bit. But we do have our Lobo Balance Journal that you can stop by our office and pick up. Um, we do have our Mindfulness Mondays, our Tune Up Tuesdays that you guys can stop by as well and just chit chat with Ben and I or, you know, partake in the events that we have going on. But um, again, I hope this wasn't too preachy and just kind of words of wisdom from two old folk here that have had a lot of bumps in our road to get to where we are today. Yeah. And if you want to hear any of the mistake stories, I got lots of those. So you can always come by and talk to <laughs> us. Uh, we're, our office is located right next to the pharmacy on the bottom level of the sh- of shack. We'd love to see new faces. We'd love to interact with you. If you have any other questions, feel free to come by and come talk to us. Yes. All right. I think we should let them go now. Anyway, that has been <laughs> Honesty with Shaq HP. Bye, Lobos. Bye. 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 B